1: Today's program was brought to you by Bonnie Plants, bonnieplants.com.
0: Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
2: Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Deadspin.com, and my guest today is Greg Howard. Hi, Greg. Hi, Julie. I am super excited to have Greg Howard here. Greg Howard is a staff writer at Deadspin, uh, so he works directly with me. Super exciting. Uh, He writes about sports and culture and the occasional penis, which is true, because I read everything he writes. Uh, And he also edits Screamer, the website Soccer Vertical. Uh, Greg and I are going to be talking about a super dead spinny topic today. We are going to be talking about pit stains. Um, And this is timely for a couple of reasons. The first being that it is sweltering hot. It is. It is hot. It's actually, I have to say, not as bad as I thought it was going to be based on what Twitter was saying this morning. So I feel a little lucky. Well, yeah, I feel like
1: it's. It's getting there, though. It's getting there. It's yeah. going to be
2: brutal today. So this is going to be a brutal one. Um, it's timely just because it's summer. It's hot out. Um, it's also timely because I am in the middle of doing a micro series on Deadspin. Um, it's a little bit of a departure from Ask a Clean Person, although not really so much. Um, it's a month-long series called mu- excuse me, Laundry School. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. I'm just answering a lot of questions about laundry. So um, we started off... Two weeks ago, with sort of an orientation, um, this, was, this was all sparked by the ladies of Jezebel asking me what permanent press on the dryer meant. Um, I have which no you, idea. No idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. They, they, they actually felt really bad about this. They were like, one of our one of our colleagues over at Jezebel was like, I've been doing my own laundry since I was 12, and I do not know what this means. And I was like, that's fine. It, it's not a common thing to know. Here's what it means. It means that it's a medium heat drying cycle with a, a longer and extended cool down at the end that helps to prevent wrinkles. Oh so, shit! Yeah. Could, that's what you should be using. Yeah. So yeah, basically the answer is it's the one you should be using. Um, what? It's a it's a great it's a great dryer cycle. But now so now everyone knows that. So um, because they asked me this question, I was like, "Gosh, I haven't I haven't done the fundamentals in a long time with Ask the Clean Person because I've been with Deadspin for two and a half years and and in the beginning in the early posts there were a lot more fundamentals, but now I feel like you know my readers have like come along with me. Um, but also there are always new readers and there's always a refresher. or There's always a, a thing that someone missed. So it's always good for me to go back and do some of these fundamentals, which is what I'm doing in the month of July, which is where we are right now. Uh, and so, yeah, so, um, so we did, we did fundamentals and then, uh, or just, it was kind of called it like orientation. And then, uh, last week we, we went through, um, machines, like everything you could want to know about your washer or your dryer. Uh, and this week, we're going to start talking about products, um, and specifically a lot of products that um, are used to eliminate pit stains. I had a lot of questions um, for Laundry School about getting rid of those like yellow underarm stains and the deodorant stains. And it's actually, the thing is, is that it's more the deodorant than it's the sweat. Um, and so we're going to talk all, all about that. Before we do, Greg and I need to talk a little smack because the other reason that I wanted to talk about pit stains this week is because we discovered that our editor in chief, Tim Marchman, who is a very fine human, he is a fine human. He's a pretty fine human. And we both really enjoy working for and with Tim Marchman. But Tim Marchman has a really terrible opinion about something that is really great. And that opinion is about air conditioning. He is an air conditioning denier.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, we're in we're in air conditioning right now. It's 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 a great it feels thing. great. Yeah, doesn't
2: it feel great in our little cabin? Yeah.
1: I don't even have to pay the bill for it. Yeah, it's marvelous. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah. So we discovered this week that we're we're working for a a, a dirty low down air conditioning air conditioned denying scoundrel. I don't
1: I don't I don't think I, I actually strike. believe him. I don't I don't think I believe him. I think that I mean, uh, sure he he has he has many bad opinions on um, a vast array of things, but. Um I stopped believing him when he said that he lived in New Orleans when he was younger and he just didn't he just didn't have AC then cuz I was in New Orleans in May and it was um it was it was exceptionally hellish and yeah. I don't I don't see why um
2: I can't imagine I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine surviving in New York much less New Orleans without air conditioning. It's, and the thought of him sitting under the, was it a kumquat tree? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't <laughs> condu- man alive. You can't
1: conduct all your business air under that, under that one kumquat. Yeah. Tree. You know, so anyway, you've got to be able to go other places. I'm sure it's a great tree, but um, you can't sleep under it. No, you, know? you can't, you can't host under it. No. Um,
2: it just seems, it just seems crazy to me. I, I we should strike. Well, you should strike. You're unionized. Yeah, you should strike. We should strike. This will be, be, be the first. This it would be great. It would be the first strike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be will be fine. I'm the scab because I'm not in the union. So there you go. That's why I'm advocating for this. Yeah, sure. Greg. Don't <laughs> don't do your work for a little while. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tonight, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So now, so now that we've gotten the, the requisite amount of shade thrown at our boss, which I yeah. feel like it's a requirement. It sucks, man.
0: Yeah. So I don't think he's, uh, I just think he's,
2: I just think he's crazy. I think he is a crazy person. Um, so I feel like that was a requirement. I should say, Greg, this is a, you're the first dead spinner to go on my podcast. I know you're not the first Gawker media person, but you are the first dead spinner. Right. So, this, so this is very exciting. Um, and that's in part why I picked today's topic, um, I, the pit scenes is just sort of like a, it's a classic of the genre, as I like yeah. to say. Um, it's just a, it's my my highest uh, view, most viewed. Ask a clean person of all the ones that I've done. Um, I think I think the only other one that did that m- m- may have done better or may may not actually. I will check the stats. Um, is I wrote a post when I was still writing. Ask a clean person on Jezebel. I wrote a post about. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, this is going to get really gross about discharge and underpants, ladies' discharge problems, and it went bananas. It was great, and the yeah. response was great.
1: I mean, I guess it's a problem everyone has.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah they're common they're embarrassing. You know, people don't really want to talk about them. So, uh, which is one of the reasons that I am psyched that I get to do what I do because I'm a place that people can ask this stuff, and I'm not going to make you feel bad. I'm gonna, I'll make you laugh. I hope, but I'm not going to make you feel bad. Um, when we talk about pit stains So I said to Greg, I was like, I, f- I feel like um, The pit stains are kind of like the ultimate Ask a clean person, dead spin Topic, except they're actually not The ultimate um, And I'll explain that why The ultimate topic is actually the ball, washing. ball That's, washing That is the ultimate, and actually I just recently Got a couple more qu- ball washing questions It's more important, I would say um, I mean, this is really, a, this is a question I get Frequently, um, I didn't I decided not to do it for this podcast only because I touched on it um, when I did the Stinky Feet podcast a couple episodes ago, um, and so I feel like I've covered it. But that's really like the, to me, the ultimate deadspin. Ask a clean person topic, um, and the reason that I say the pit scenes aren't is are is a very, very specific reason, and it's important, and we're going to get to it. Um, is that it's not a thing that just happens to men. Women absolutely suffer suffer. I mean really suffer. I think the embarrassment for women about the, the yellow underarm t shirt stain kind of thing is like way worse than for men. I
1: think it's because it's it's because they think the source is like their own grossness. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. and I mean, um, even if it were that'd be okay, but it's not, right? Like yeah. it's from the okay, we do I don't wanna spoil anything. Yeah.
2: So what <laughs> okay, so we we're, we're we're gonna go Uh, let's just go right into, uh, question, question number one, which is, uh, going to get to what Greg was about to to talk about. Greg, I'm going to have you read this. I'm going to have you do dramatic rendering. I love to read. Uh, question one from reader Joshua.
1: I love drama. Um, all right. So I'm Joshua now. Um, as a sweaty guy, I have underarm issues with my laundry and have dutifully read your blog post regarding the nasty yellowish stains, but I have a more severe problem. I need to wear Fairly heavy-duty antiperspirant, where things get ugly real fast. I also recently moved to Texas. Bad decision, Josh. Uh, Which which means that things could be getting super ugly super fast. My shirts tend to develop a sort of waxy, crusty buildup in the armpits. Wow. I've tried literally everything to get the crust out, but it continues to ruin several shirts a year for me. Help me, oh Goddess of Clean. Yes, I believe that to you.
2: I that is me. I like it. I like it when they when they create these all names for me. Yeah, it's nice ones, guys. Keep it nice. Yeah, uh, it's like, but weird yeah, it's funny. Fanfic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get a lot.
2: I get a lot of them actually. Really, it's really, it's funny. I, I, I do not
1: want to read your fanfic. I got
2: <laughs> yeah, my fanfic is pretty freaking weird. There was some fanfic in the comments of Laundry School last week. They were t- they were they were dueling Jolie Care tribute bands. It probably
1: gets it probably gets so was, real so fast. It was
2: amazing. (laughs) it's like you people are weird and i love you thank you for being weird uh okay so so reader joshua this is a super common common problem and i think from from reading joshua's email i think that i get the sense that he feels kind of kind of bad and embarrassed about this and maybe also like a little a little bit alone in his plight um which is, is a very common thing to feel and I just want to assure everyone that this happens. This happens to women, this happens to men, I mean the, the rending of garments and tearing of hair from the women about the overactive sweating is a thing I really have heard really since I started doing this job in 2011. Um, in fact, one of my old editors, I won't out which one it was. Um, but was this was a problem that she she really just grappled with, and, like, and it just made her feel, it just made her feel bad all the time. And she was and she would Aww. say like I'm a gross monster. I was like, you're not a gross monster. You're you're beautiful and you're human. Also, like
1: I think but, I know who you're talking about. You, oh, she's not a gross monster. The, no you're not a, a gross monster. No one's
2: a gross monster. No you know who a, you are? Yeah, Tim Marchman's a gross monster. He is, he is. <laughs> but other than that, no one's a gross monster. He's a gross monster. Right choice. Yeah, he's a villain. Yeah. Exactly, he's a Bond villain. Um, so okay, so here, so here's the thing about Reader Joshua. So I did actually email him back um, to just find out a little bit more about what he had tried, um, and then also I wanted to find out what deodorant he was using. And he told me he was using Brute. Um, so what is that? Uh, it's a it's a it's a sort of heavy duty. Um it's oh, exactly it anti, sounds like anti anti perspirant. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's a good it's a good one. I know a lot of men who who have sweating problems who use it and really like it. So, um the thing the thing that I think he needs to do um so look, he said he's like I've tried all the stuff um the, by the all the stuff. Basically what he means is when people come and ask me about the the pit stains and the deodorant build up, uh, what I tell them to do about it is to put the affected shirts into um A solution of hot water and oxy cleaner, any oxygenated bleach is really fine, Um, and just let them soak for a good long time. What happens with the yellow stains is is two things. First, it's the sweat, um, which is actually the the lesser of the two problems. So, the sweat, your sweat is a protein stain. Um, An enzymatic cleaner, oxygenated bleach are two very good things for that. Um, An enzymatic cleaner that I really like is Zout, Z O U T. Part uh, of it. Which, yeah, which is a spray, it's a laundry pre-treatment spray. So that's a very good one to spritz on the pits of your of your shirts that have gone yellow. Um the oxyclean <coughs> soak is another great thing to do. Um it, the, the soak is really the important part of it. You really want to let those shirts soak for a couple of hours, even up to overnight, if you can devote the sink or tub or you know, washing machine, if you can stop if you have your own washing machine and can stop the um, machine after it fills and just let the clothes soak in it, that's a great thing too.
1: But what so, happens when the warm water gets cold?
2: That's okay. It's okay. it's it's mostly that the, the hot water is going to um, help to dissolve um, the oxyclean, the powder cleaner that you're using. So sure that's, that's part of it. Um, so the long soak is really the ticket. Um, the other thing that happens... With those yellow stains, is that your de- the deodorant itself um, is having a chemical reaction with the sweat and with the the fibers of your shirts, um, and that's really actually more so than the sweat what's causing that yellowing, and it's also very much what's causing kind of that like cr- I hear this all the time the like crusty hard armpits that's that's from the deodorant, and what it what's even more specifically is the aluminum that's used in deodorant and antiperspirant so uh that that's the problem that's why it's a science behind it basically um so a good long soak in the case of reader joshua um and for other people who have kind of that like hard buildup, or even just that waxy buildup from deodorant yeah. um i get it on my bras right because because you, your yeah. bras go right on right. your armpit um and actually i have a look i have a load of bras sitting in my kitchen sink right now soaking while i'm podcasting because oh. i'm a Champion multitasker, um, and so uh, and part of it is because they've just got they've got. I mean, one they need to be washed, and two they've got waxy buildup from, from my deodorant. Um, in the case of that buildup, a laundry brush is going to be the thing. And now, I, now we get to talk about another another favorite coworker. Um, I published the the extremely long form piece about pit stains. Um, back I think in 2013. It was one of my early posts when I moved to moved over to Deadspin. It's a banger. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was kind of one of those things, like obviously you're going to be right for Deadspin, you're going to write pit, pit, pit stains. Yeah. It's like, duh. Um, and so, and I said, I've talked about the laundry brush and someone, I guess like a day before, Albert Bruneco, who uh, write, runs Food Spin and writes a lot of food cooking articles, in addition to a lot of other great stuff, um, wrote, wrote a, a recipe in which he was like, none of you have spatulas and I've accepted this, or some such. And someone tweeted and was like, the difference between Jolie and Albert is so stark. Like, Jolie thinks that the readers are going to go out and buy a laundry brush, and Albert is realistic and knows they don't even own spatulas. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, I, I... okay <laughs> like, it's
1: because men are stupid animals fair
2: um but actually i think that i think that going out and getting that laundry brush you know in in the case of Fried or joshua it's going to be a good thing to do they're, they're pretty inexpensive uh, under ten dollars um which is less than you know buying a new pack of undershirts yeah uh and it will it will keep those clean you don't have to use it all the time it's just when you really get that bad build up but that's gonna that's gonna scrub off the waxy buildup.
1: See, I think the thing is, I don't, I don't not even know where about to like start to go get a laundry brush. I guess I would go to target or some, or yeah, something like target. That, exactly. Tar- any
2: big box. Um, I mean, really Amazon. Yeah. Amazon is you, cause yeah. cause, they, cause they, uh, the great thing about Amazon for, for, especially for like cleaning stuff like this is that you don't actually even need to know what you're, what, what the thing looks like that you're looking for. You just type in laundry brush and you're like, oh, that's the thing Jolie was talking about. Right. right. So that's, that's what I tell people. I'm just like, go to Amazon. It's, it's just the easiest thing to do. But also shout like... Out to Amazon. Yeah, shout Amazon's out to Amazon. I, I love Amazon. I really, you I, know...
1: I've got a few... I've got
2: sorry, few bad we're going to we're gonna get that. yelled at for promoting brands. Hey.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
2: We were for a bunch of commies who hate brands. Yeah, we
1: say two things on the show. But
2: this is the truth. Uh, so listen, speaking of the of the truth uh, and getting in trouble, we got to take a little bit of break so that I don't get into trouble. Uh, we will be right back with more from Greg Howard on pit stains. I'm Jolie Kerr. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. <laughs> listening to Rec Tech. This is Ask a Clean Person on HeritageRadioNetwork.org.
3: Could an app be the answer to a better garden? Absolutely. It's the new free app, Homegrown with Bonnie Plants. Note, track, and photograph your garden's progress. Personalize your weather and reminders. Get variety info, grow guides, hands-free dictation, and more. The Homegrown with Bonnie Plants app, the sharpest tool in your garden. Download it free on the App Store.
2: Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and my guest today is Deadspin's Greg Howard. We've been talking about underarm woes. We T- have tis the season for underarm <laughs> woes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch, uh, shift a little bit, and talk um, about the, s- the smell aspect of things. Um, so the stain, you know, look, the, the stains are bad, and people people really get worked up about them. They f- they feel bad about them. Um, and I totally get that. The smell stuff is like, that's the big thing here, even worse for people, man, they feel bad about this. So here there's (laughs) a, there, uh, because, because I like to be very equal opportunity. Um, I pulled two pretty similar questions, uh, one from a woman and one from a man. I just, I just want to really drive home for people that this is not a gendered problem. Like ball washing is gendered. Yes, (laughs) but yes, it is. But uh, armpit <laughs> stains and smells are definitely not. That's like happens to everyone. Um, so I think I'm going to have let's 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 gender bend because why not? Uh, I'm going to have you read question two from reader Andrea or Andrea if it's if we're in 90210 land. Uh, and then I'll read I'll read the other question, which, who, which is from reader Eugene. Uh, and then we'll talk about what those what these two lovely people should do. Um, about their about their smell problems so and why these things happen,
1: Andrea, or uh, Andrea, um, Andrea. Let's let's,
2: let's go spi- with Andrea.
1: Let's spice it up. Yeah. Um, I recently discovered you and Jezebel, then Deadspin, and I am hooked. Woo! <laughs> I noticed you had an article about yellow yellow underarm stains, but I unfortunately have a problem with underarm odor. Oh no, I have. Had this problem my whole life, both playing sports in my prime and working in an office all day in my approaching thirties. Recently, I am noticing that the odor lingers on my clothes permanently. I will wash the clothes and can can smell the underarm odor right away. I know the heat of the dryer seals the odor, and the sweltering heat triggers it more throughout the day. But how do I permanently remove the stank? It's getting to the point where I try to keep my arms down around others because the odor is getting worse.
2: Oh, man. That's so, a bummer, right? That's a rough... That's a rough Don't you feel, her? A, All right, feel now, for her? I feel I actually curious- think that might
1: be my friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. You're, some poor friend of Greg's is going to be like, oh, my God, I smell... Greg just told the whole world I smell.
1: Andrew, if that's you, you could have just texted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, okay, so here, here is a, a very similar question from reader Eugene. I have a, predict, a predicament, he writes. I exercise regularly at work. We have a gym at the office. When I work out, I sweat quite a bit. After my workout, I throw my sweaty clothes in my gym bag, take a shower, and go about my business. When I get home, I try to dry my sweaty clothes out before washing them, but don't always get the chance to. Unfortunately, when I leave them in my gym bag for too long, even as little as a day, they start to get this musty, awful wet dog smell. I wash them in cold water with regular detergent and those fabric softener beads and machine dry them. They smell good when they come out of the wash, but as soon as I start working out, they start to get that musty smell again. Um, I've tried doing an extra rinse cycle to no avail. It's important to note that the items in question are cotton, not mesh, or some other sport material, as I know that moisture wicking material tends to lock in odors. Any suggestions, or should I just get used to having workout clothes for a few months, throwing them out, and getting new ones? So these are, these are two pretty similar questions. And um, Andrea Andrea is having them having this problem just on her her regular clothes where Eugene is specifically having this problem with his workout clothes but they're but they're happening for the same reason and the solution is the same uh, and fortunately the solution is not to throw everything out and start all over again every few months because uh, that would be expensive and it would also be very wasteful um, so in any event so here here. Um, is let me tell you the solution first, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in some some finer points because there are some fine points to be made about this. Um, first of all, you sort of seem like you know you know this phenomenon. I know this phenomenon of well, yeah. the gym clothes that kind of come out of the wash still smelling. I I say like they smell crotchy.
1: Yeah, see, I, see, I, I don't know. I I kind of think they're they're different problems. I think that Eugene's messing up because he's. Going to the gym and then keeping his gym. His yes,
2: Eugene is messing up.
1: Eugene, come on, man! You work out after work, and so that they're in the in the bag.
3: Ugh.
2: Well, I don't think that. I, don't, I think that's. I think the the daytime workout is good time management, and if it works for him, that's great, and so on and so forth. But yeah, the bag thing is a problem. We're going to talk about that in a sec. Let's talk about the solution first. Okay. So here is the solution. The solution is white vinegar. Which is why the Jolie Care tribute band is called Vinegar's Magic because I recommend white vinegar as a treatment for just about everything. I love it. Um, so, white vinegar is an odor neutralizer, um, and I actually I learned somewhat recently from Good Housekeeping that the reason that it works as an odor neutralizer um, is that odors are base. And so you need an acid to counteract it to get to neutral. It's, it. all P- it's all in the pH levels, people. That's what life's about, Yeah, really. life is all about pH. Um, so, but a vinegar half cup, I mean, if it's real bad situations. A cup, you can use a cup uh, in, in regular wash situations. Uh, a half cup of white vinegar, ideally poured in just before the rinse cycle begins so that it's being rinsed through. If you don't stick around while your machine runs, uh, or it's you know wh- for whatever reason it's not convenient for you, go ahead and add the white vinegar at the beginning of the wash cycle. It will work just fine doing that too. But ideally, the rinse cycle is when you want to put that half cup of white vinegar into every load. Uh, it will eliminate smells. If you have clothes that have taken on a real permanent funk, like like Andrea's, you might want to start out doing just a one one cup of white vinegar wash, and then going forward, use the half cup. To keep the smells at bay. Uh, that is also gonna work for Eugene. That's gonna be the thing that he wants to add to every every load of his his stinky gym clothes um, will counteract that smell. A couple other things that they both are probably doing that they should not do. Uh, they are probably both using high heat on the dryer. Stop that. That's gonna basically like cook the smells. Like think about when you when you well, may, an onion is maybe bad because it smells when it's raw. Um, let's see what, like a, like a bell pepper, raw doesn't smell like much, but when you start cooking it, it starts to yeah. smell. So when you add heat to things, they're gonna start to smell more. Garbage in New York City in the summer, yeah, it smells real bad, real real bad. Poop, um, poop, poop. <laughs> yeah, poop. When you
1: start poop. cooking poop, it smells worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, so use, uh, you know, lower heat on the dryer, medium at the the permanent press that we talked about at the beginning of the the show. Um, at most, even lower heat is even better for stinky stuff because you're not going to cook those smells in. Um, and uh, another thing that Eugene specifically said he was doing was that he was using fabric softener. Stop that. Stop that. Fabric softener is one of those. I try not to take a hard line on too much. And I'm kind of grappling with this because next week for laundry school, I'm going to be talking about dryer products like fabric softener and dryer balls and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, looks. I know a lot of people really love fabric softener. It's the devil and I want people to stop using it.
1: My, my, mom, used, my mom used it.
2: Does she use liquid or does she use dryer sheets? Because the Use liquid stuff sheets. is a freaking worst, she Dryer sheets. Yeah, dryer sheets. are dryer sheets are bad. They're not as bad as the liquid fabric softener stuff. So here's the thing the liquid fabric softener does. It leaves a coating on your clothing. Um, and and over time, there's going to be a buildup of that. And it's going to render um, the fibers m- more impenetra- impenetrable to water and detergent, which is partly why the smells aren't coming out. They're not being fully impregnated with the water or the laundry detergent. True. So if you can bring yourself to break your fabric softener habit, that would be great. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, but I don't want crusty clothing. The good news is that that white vinegar that I told you to use is going to serve as a natural fabric softener in addition to an odor remover. So you're not going to end up with crusty clothes. Uh, Switch to some dryer balls, which also will help to fluff things up um, and help to prevent static. Um, the, I, I'll level and say they don't prevent static as well as the dryer sheets do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna level and be completely honest with you about that. Um, I'll include some tips and tricks for getting rid of static do you use, like, in laundry tennis school. Balls? Yeah, tennis tennis balls exactly. Um, you know, la- laundry balls they come in plastic uh, or sorry, like rubber plastic kind of stuff. Or you can get felt ones. You can just use a tennis ball exactly. Um, Those things are those things are great. In terms of poor Eugene, our pal Eugene, he is making a big mistake in not being more dutiful about getting those clothes out of the gym bag. Um, So he's he's just got to start. That's just got to be part of his routine when he gets home with the gym bag is immediately to take them out. If they're still damp from the gym, which it sounds like they probably still are um, hang them to dry. This is a problem. I'll tell you. In in my life, my 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 gym clothes don't. I don't get them sopping wet when I work out. (laughs) I'm a pretty pretty princess. It doesn't work out all that. Um, Yeah, I glisten. (laughs) I glisten exactly. Um, And but my husband, when when he does a workout, I mean, he just comes home like he looks like he just stepped out of a shower. Um, And so we've been experimenting with some ways to manage um, the the smell. Because I did notice I was having the same problem. Like I, there's, I took a load of washout and that had some of his gym clothes, and I had done, I done everything. I, you know, put the vinegar in, I, all this stuff. I mean, these clothes, everything came out stinking of gym clothes. All my stuff came uh. out, so, yeah. So, um, so we, so we just hang dry his clothes before we throw them in the hamper, and that does help. I mean, it helps to air them out. It just helps that they're not sitting in a wet heap. Um, so the other thing that Eugene should should check out, um. Because he said he's working at a corporate gym, they might have one of those dryers where you—they're like bathing suit dryers. I don't know if you've ever seen these. I haven't. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really that beachy. They're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're cool. They have—they have them in a lot of like, um, you know, p- pools and spas and stuff like that. Um, so they're like a small box. It's like wall mounted. They have a lid that that flips up. and You put the stuff in. And you push a button, and it's just basically a spin cycle. It just dries the clothes really fast. So those are great um, if your gym has one of those awesome. The other thing is if your gym has a hand dryer, one of those really powerful hand dryers. Don't, don't bother with the not powerful ones. But um, one of those really powerful hand dryers, uh, just stick your clothes under and um, dry them out. They're yeah. going to stink because it's hot, it's hot air. But at least they'll be dry. Yeah. So there, there are a few tips. Um, on that note, I can't believe this went by so fast. It is time to go, Greg. It's time to we gotta, get out of here. We got to get to work. We got to get to lunch. We got to get to, yeah, we got to get to lunch. It's free lunch today. Um So, oh, I'm picking a great day to uh, to go into the into the office. It's the
1: best lunch day. Uh,
2: I'm psyched. I'm psyched. And your
1: steak. Are you kidding me?
2: All right. So we definitely got to get out of here. Before we do, uh, I want to say a big thanks to all of our listeners. I'm Jolie Kerr. This has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. My guest today was Deadspins Greg Howard. Uh, Thanks also to my engineer, Liz Smith, and to our sponsor, Bonnie Plants. Uh, if you like what you heard today, and I certainly hope you did, please consider subscribing on iTunes. Uh, leaving a rating will also really help. Uh, and, of course, tell your pals about this great little cleaning show that, tell you, everyone. that you love so much. Have, have you ever had so much fun thinking about cleaning? I guarantee you have not. I haven't. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I will catch you all next week when my guest will be Julia Rubin of Racked National. Stay tuned for a clip from All in the Industry, hosted by Sherry Bear. Which airs live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. right here on Heritage Radio Network.
3: All restaurant reviewers typically focus on what's new, and which, of course, raises the question in every for every uh, critic: How new is too new? You know, can you can you reasonably write about a new restaurant after three weeks, a month, uh, six six months?
1: Steve Quozo, restaurant critic for the
3: New York Post, has
1: strong opinions on the process of reviewing a new restaurant. Hear a clip of him on episode 45 of All in the Industry.
3: Restaurant reviews are completely unlike any other form of criticism because the product is never the same. You, you know, movies are always the same, yeah. etc. Uh, Broadway shows, plays are mostly the same, allowing for minor variations in, in performances evening to evening. But uh, Every restaurant meal is a different product and a different experience. And I always tell my friends that when you go to a restaurant, you're not really buying a meal. You're buying a memory. And the trick is to figure out when is the time that it's safe to sort of try to express that memory for readers in a way that may be useful to them. But restaurants, the whole as we know, everything changes so rapidly. Uh, the movement of chefs and Owners in front of the house, people were so mercurial uh, 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 that a place can be completely different night to night, more so than was true in the, in the past.
1: This was an excerpt of All in the Industry, Episode 45. For more behind-the-scenes conversations on the restaurant and hospitality industry, listen to archived episodes of All in the Industry on HeritageRadioNetwork.org and iTunes. This piece was brought to you by the International Culinary Center, culinarycenter.com.